What are possible causes of the neurological challenges confronted by persons diagnosed with Parkinson's? Well, when you say causes, I can answer that on a couple of levels. In terms of what causes the symptom complex or the syndrome of Parkinson's disease, and I think most Parkinson's patients and certainly all doctors treating it are aware of this, it is a gradual loss or destruction of cells in a very small but important area in the middle of the brain called the substantia nigra. These cells primarily use dopamine as their neurotransmitter. They're involved in a lot of processes that are critical for movement, motor coordination, and other motor functions in the body. And as those cells die, those functions become impaired. Now, a deeper question is why do those cells die and why do those cells become impaired? Now, in a small number of cases, and there are a lot of Parkinson's cases in the United States. There, one estimate I read is about 1.5 million cases a year of Parkinson's disease or, or one out of 100 people over the age of 60. It's a very common problem. In a very small percentage of those cases, there is a hereditary component where it may run through generations and there's some uh, abnormality in uh, an enzyme because that's what genes primarily code for that leads to the destruction of these neurons. But the vast majority of cases are labeled by the conventional medical texts as being idiopathic, which is a fancy term for we don't know. But in truth, with what we know with modern science right now, we probably do know what's causing most of the cases of Parkinson's disease, and it is some type of environmental toxicity. Now, links haven't necessarily been firmly established in all cases of Parkinson's disease, although truth be told, I've yet to meet a Parkinson's patient where I wasn't able to establish a link of some exposure of environmental toxins. But there have been links to pesticides, to solvents, to certain kinds of toxic metals, and the list is ever-growing as more and more studies are done. So the vast majority of cases of Parkinson's disease, in my, in my experience, are due to environmental toxicity. What then is environmental toxicity, and what role does it play in the development of Parkinson's disease? Well, environmental toxicity, if, if you were to just uh, take the words as they, as they are defined, are toxins in the environment. Well, what's the environment? The, the environment is anything that you eat, drink, breathe, are exposed to that may come in contact with your skin. Those are exposures that we have to our environment. And environmental toxins essentially mean poisons. And there are many poisons that we are exposed to in our environment. There are more and more that we're exposed to in our environment every day. The government um, has approved the use of so many different chemicals that they can no longer test for all of them. Uh, estimates that I've read are that there are between 70 and 100,000 chemicals that are approved or at least accepted as being used in different kinds of industrial or commercial processes that are released into the environment, sometimes in staggering amounts. And many of these compounds have been found to be toxic, meaning poisonous, when they're looked at in animal studies and in human studies. But many of them have never even been studied at all. So we don't even know from a certain perspective how toxic some of these chemicals are because there just isn't the funding 
and the manpower to be able to study them. And if you were to, to, to look at the Environmental Protection Agency or the, the FDA or the USDA, they would admit that most of these compounds have never been tested. Now, in the ones that are tested, they use a, a type of, of toxicology, meaning testing of poisons, that is mostly designed to be able to detect the adverse effects of a large dose of a poison administered over a short period of time. But that's not what happens to us in our environment. What happens to us in our environment is we're exposed to oftentimes very small dosages of a large number of compounds over a long period of time. And there's very little research about what that does, but the research that is available suggests that that can cause pretty significant and sometimes serious adverse effects to various tissues in the body.